shock and more fucking shock and no FCC. Renegade. 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 We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas. My name is Richie, and I probably sound like garbage to you because I've been sick all week. Marla's also sick. We got the flu. Believe it or not, after, I haven't had the flu in about seven years. Anyway, we got Bobby Boo on from Philadelphia. Hi, Bobby. How you doing? Hey, Richie. How you doing? I'm sorry you don't feel good. Yeah, I don't feel good, man. I, had a, I did a show with uh, Mile High last week, and um, right after that, it hit me right in the head. Really got sick. Still sick. It sucks. But I haven't had this in a long time. The last time I was sick was, geez, 10 years ago. There's all kind of shit going around, Rich. Yeah, I know. There's all kind of shit going around. Anyway, if you have the flu, I I hope you're feeling better. Uh, All the listeners, thanks for all the downloads. And don't forget our um, uh, advertisers. And we got quite a few of them coming on board, Uh, especially IJI Search. That is the search engine that they can't track you on. So if you want to do something or find something or look at something or whatever you want to do, and you don't want to be tracked by anybody, you go to IJI Search. That's where you go. Also, if you, if you uh, this is a new advertiser, Freedom Pop, and they have to do with mobile phones, Renegade Nation. So you can get um, free phones, no contracts, no commitments. You can cancel anytime. And all you have to do is go to the website, Renegade Talk Radio. You'll see the banner right there. Just click on the banner. Um, and if you're coming to Vegas, this is a brand new advertiser came on the other day. If you're coming to Vegas and you want to save up to 50% on all the Vegas shows, all the crazy, good, cool shows, all you got to do is go Best of Vegas, click it, sign up, and get the discounts. That's all you got to do. And coming up uh, next week, we have a new show here on Renegade. It's going to be Naughty Nicole. It's, she's going to be talking about sex, dating, relationships, and everything in between. That's going to be quite interesting. She's very, um, what would you say, Bob? Uh, sexually. I was going to say hot. <laughs> hot and aggressive. Yes, that's what she is. And also, you can tell we're playing this music because we can't play the licensed music anymore, so we're not doing that. So screw them. Who cares? This sounds pretty good. Hum? Huh? Are you allowed to hum? Is that the hum? Yeah, that's the hum. Get a hummer. I need a hummer. I'm going to have Naughty Nicole give me a hummer. So anyway, so Renegade Nation, uh, we've been off for a week. I was on Monday with um, my Ohio guy, and we were talking about Raunch Fox, who has, you know, even though we made a big stink about Raunch Fox, he still has not yet to appear from the dead. And we talked about Henry Hill and what a, a monster he was. And in fact, I didn't even know that. Um, Bob, I didn't even know that uh, my high guy was actually um, representing Henry Hill. Didn't even know that. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. And on top of that, I interviewed him back in 2003. Oh, and I found, by the way, Renegade Nation, I found the Michael Franzese interview that was, it was called Mob Day back in 2003. So I'm gonna have to put that up at a later time. But that's really interesting. And um, so today we're going to talk about uh, the campaign with Trump and the Republicans, the rise of wedge economics. And this is by, uh, I'm going to read this to you, this is by Hedrick Smith. Now, Hedrick Smith wrote a book years ago, I think it was 2012, Bob, if I'm not mistaken. And it was called, it was called the, um, Who Stole the American Dream? And 
a lot of people read that book, but I don't think they really got the gist of the book. And basically, it's how these bureaucrats and the lobbyists stole your dream from you. And now you're starting to see, uh, with last night's debate with Trump talking about the trade deficits and the trade problems and everything else that's going on. And it's been going on. And Renegade Nation, you have been not allowed to know what's going on because it's uh, for the elitist, Bob. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, absolutely. Hedrick had nailed it a couple of years ago. And it's still coming true as we speak. As we speak. And then this was in 1970. Now, now Hedrick Smith has a very, very, very highly polished background, Renegade Nation. He was the bureau chief for the, for the New York Times in D.C. in the 70s. He actually saw this happening right in front of his face. And he didn't even know what was going on. He tried to figure out what was going on. But he was right on. And this was in 1974, 73 is when all this started. And given Donald Trump's uh, gutter politics, Renegade Nation, his foul mouth, his racist bigotry, his dark nepotism, you have to ask yourself, how does he keep on winning? Well, and why does he so alarm the Republican establishment? And the answer lies not so much in personality politics, Renegade Nation, but in something more explosive. It's Trump's heresy against the orthodox Republican economics. We've talked about this in 2012, 2013, 14, and 15. We've been talking about it for a long period of time. Now, everybody's on the bandwagon talking about it. And we're the ones that were talking about it way, way long time ago. Right, Bobby Boo Boo, remember? Yes, I do. Uh, we, you, you, you nailed it. Well, we nailed it a long time ago. And Hedrick Smith, I tried to get him on. I can't get a hold of him. But anyway, Hedrick wrote this piece, and I'm going to read it to you. When you see a panicky GOP elite, they're hurriedly pouring millions into super PACs with loftier-than-thou titles like our principles to try to dump Trump in Florida and Ohio and the other big states. It's a pretty good bet, Renegade Nation, that the Republican establishment is alarmed by more than Trump's vulgar hucksterism. They are out to kill not just the messenger, but the message. And there's the rub. They do not want you to know what they've been up to since the 70s and how they have proliferated this into their own little world and the American people are getting screwed. And we have gotten fucking screwed for a long time. And people don't understand how bad this is. And this is why Trump keeps on bringing up the trade deals, how bad they are. The reason that Trump is so hard to deflate or defeat or derail and Bernie Sanders on the Democratic side as well is that both candidates, whatever their downsides, have tapped into what the, what's really churning in the belly of the American electric this year. That's exactly right, because people don't have any friggin' jobs. We've talked about it for years here at Renegade. Years and years of the devastation of the economic collapse, and they don't give a shit, Renegade Nation. Those people in New York and D.C. and the establishment, they don't give a shit about anything. They don't give a shit if you're out of work, but they surely need your vote. And I'm going to get into the Ted Cruz thing after this, but continuing on, um, when you see... When you see all this panic going on and the GOP elite is pouring millions into these super PACs and they're trying to make sure that the reason that Trump is so hard to defeat or deflate or defeat or derail and the Bernie Sanders on the Democratic side as well is that both candidates, whatever their downsides, have tapped into what's really hurting the American people. And it's a volcanic anger among the middle class voters of being cut out of their fair share of America's economic growth. And that started Renegade Nation in the 70s and it what took 40 years they have had 40 years of taking control of the economics of the country 
The nation's entire payroll is, is at its lowest share of the national income in six decades. Corporate profits the highest share. This is what Trump is talking about. Wedge economics, that's the gut issue, a Wall Street-driven brand of capitalism that has created a hyper-concentration of wealth and power in America and split our society into two. There's two Americas, Renegade Nation, that no longer feel linked to the shared destiny. And the wedge between the nation's economic growth and the middle-class pay and standard of living first appeared in the late 70s, and that wedge has been growing wider and wider ever since. And you didn't know one damn thing about it, but you were told that everything would be taken care of, and you fell hook, line, and sinker running Gay Nation for everything they've been telling you. And this is why now, today, after seven years of Abominable and the rest of these morons, we are in deep shit. Really deep shit. And Bobby Boo Boo, you know that as well as I do. It's amazing. It's amazing that uh, this went on for eight years and for some reason Congress couldn't even stop it. Well, it's been going on since the 70s. They've been doing it very secretive, secretively with the lobbyists and these trade deals and the trade deals, which Trump keeps on saying we are going to renegotiate these deals. He doesn't go into detail as how he's going to renegotiate them, but we have the power and we're going to take the power back and that's what he's been saying. That, 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 that's, and he said it last night. I mean, last night was right in your face. Now, growth and productivity have risen dramatically over 40 years, but hourly wages have been stagnant for the average worker for the last 40 years, Renegade Nation. While income soar for the 1%, much of the middle class has fallen behind. Medium household income is lower today than in 1999. How about that, Bob? That's, it, it's sad, it's sad. No, because the middle America believed in what the politicians were talking about, that they would take care of everything and make sure that everybody had a job and everybody had money coming through, and they lied to them. They blatantly lied. In six years of recovery, the U.S. economy has added 14 million new jobs, but those new jobs don't pay as well as the jobs we lost. And in the recovery, the good-paying blue-collar sectors of manufacturing and construction have lagged behind the lower-paying retail and service sectors. Foreign trade has mangled our manufacturing, and according to a new economics estimate, foreign trade with the Pacific Rim region cost the U.S. 2 million jobs running gay nation in 2015 and millions more in previous years. And against that backdrop, what Trump has exposed is that rank and file Republicans have lost faith in the Republican trickle-down economics. And as a political champion of the blue-collar crowd, Trump gains their trust when he tells them he can't not be bought by Wall Street or corporate CEOs because he can fund his own campaign. And that's exactly right. They can't buy him. They bought everybody else. That's what they've been doing for years. <laughs> Excuse me. Ted Cruz is a prime example. And I'm going to get into that in the next seg segment of the show where Ted Cruz is being funded by these lobbyists and Goldman Sachs and the banksters. The banksters have created all this and the American people have been left behind because you were lied to. And Trump's telling you straight to your face. And boy, they don't like it. They really get upset. And then they start all these rumors and they start all kind of uh, bullshit to get you off and say Trump's bad. They just do not want to lose that power to Trump. Now, in short, campaign 2016 has moved beyond the old left and right, right paradigm. And as the passionate crowds that flock to Trump and Sanders rallies testify, the new norm is bottom up a mutiny. It's a mutiny, Renegade Nation, against the economic divide picking up from Occupy Wall Street, which happened back in 2012. Remember that, Bob? 
Yes, I do. And the early Tea Party. And it's populism versus elitism, the 99% versus the 1% Joe Sixpack versus the corporate royalty. Now, on the core of economic grievances, Trump speaks for just plain Joes when he condemns foreign trade packs promoted by corporate America and lashes out against U.S. multinational companies for moving overseas to duck U.S. taxes. And it resonates with his followers when he declares, we are being killed on trade absolutely destroyed. We have to stop it, folks. And I know how to stop it. We're going to create jobs. Now he's right. We've been talking about this for years. If you create jobs in the infrastructure in the country, if you do that, what will happen is you will have this influx of money coming through and everybody will, will, will be a lot happier. Healthcare will be redesigned. Social Security, you won't have to worry about that because everybody will be working, paying into the fund. And one of the things, Bob, I wanted to ask you last night after watching the, the debate, they were talking about Social Security. My issue came to where did all that money go? Where where did all the money go? For the, huh? Where did it go? <laughs> where did it go? Nobody's answering the question of where all the money went, Renegade Nation. Where did all the money go? Now, you have to understand, Renegade Nation, that the baby boomers are now retiring. And they have paid into uh, Social Security and Medicare for the past 45 to 50 years. Where is all that money? Nobody's explaining where's the money. Nobody wants to touch that subject. Last night, Marco Rubio went on a f- fanfare and so did Kasich. Kasich, I mean, Kasich blew everybody out last night when he said, well, we're going to change that and make it, uh, we're going to take it away. And I went, huh? Who, who the hell are you? We, that's our money. And you have to understand, America, we invested that money for retirement. Right, Bob? That's right. And that money should be untouchable. Untouchable. They should not be borrowing on our Social Security because they borrowed twice before and never paid a dime back. That's right. Now they're in in a a very short period of time. You you better get your own IRA because there's going to be no money left. Well, put the damn money back that you took. Well, they're not going to put the money back because they already spent the money. The, the, The problem is, Renegade Nation, and... The, 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 the point of the matter is this, that they took the money without your knowledge. They took that money and they spent it on all kind of things and they did not tell the American public, all those people, millions and millions and millions of people pouring that money into that social security system and now they want to change it. And Trump said last night, he's not going to change a damn thing. You get the jobs, create jobs, create the manufacturing back in the country, you don't have to worry about social security will be funded. There won't be a problem. Now, clashing with the Republican leadership in Congress, Trump vowed to protect Social Security and Medicare to honor a deal. Here you go. Here's what he said. To honor a deal made with the middle class Americans. At his Florida resorts, Trump hypocritically hires lower wage foreign workers, but he gives voice to the raw economic fear of the rank and file and immigration. An influx of foreign workers, he asserts, holds down salaries, keeps unemployment high, and makes it difficult for the poor and working class Americans. And Sanders, good old uh, Bernie the Pickle Man, yeah, he's an unlikely 74-year-old self-proclaimed democratic socialist has lit a prairie fire across the country with his call for political rebellion against the wedge economics and the overweening wealth and power of the money elite. That's exactly right. They don't like him either. They don't like, they want to keep this all for themselves and keep you poor and on your knees begging. 
They've been doing it for a long time. We've talked about it for years here at Renegade. A lot of other people have too. Now, of course, Sanders and Trump are radically different candidates with different track records and agendas. Yet Sanders, like Trump, has savage, uh, salvaged job losses caused by trade deals, which he talked about last night on the debate in Florida. And most people do not understand anything about these trade deals. You got to start to listen, Renegade Nation, about how these trade deals are, are, are negotiated. And that's what Trump was talking about last night. He's going to renegotiate these trade deals so the American people don't get screwed over. And they were made by, made by Democratic as well as Republican presidents. Like Trump, he, he wins credibility for his independence from political mega donors while he relentlessly scolds Hillary Clinton for her ties to Wall Street and for the super PAC donations and supersized lecture fees. When Hillary Clinton tried to rebut Sanders and damn him as a narrow one-issue candidate in their debate at Flint, Michigan, Sanders won a roar of applause when he snapped back, well, I guess so, my one issue is trying to rebuild a disappearing middle class. What they want to do, Renegade Nation, is they want to have two classes, the rich, the very rich, and the very poor. That's what they want. Trump wants to stop that. He wants to stop it now. And the only way it's going to stop is if he gets elected president. If he gets elected and he gets in there, this is all going to change within two to three years. Would would you agree, Bobby Boo Boo? Yes, I would. Uh, On that, if you would let me, uh, I was watching uh, CNBC this morning on Squawk Box. And there was some kind of economic uh, expert on there who said that Trump was the only one last night that had the entire solution uh, almost in his hands about getting tough with these foreign countries like China. Uh, The other uh, uh, participants didn't even have a clue what was going on, and that Trump was 100% right. We have to increase tariffs because China is taking away, just China, up to $300 billion a year from the U.S. economy. There you go. There you go. And they've been doing it since the 70s, Renegade Nation. Remember when they started exporting uh, Japanese cars into this country? Bob, do you remember that in the 70s? Yes, I do. People were horrified. Remember how horrified they were? They wouldn't buy a Toyota? They well, wouldn't buy a Honda. They, they used to laugh at the little tires. Yeah, they used to laugh at the whole thing. Yeah. But so anyway, I'm going to continue. Like Trump and Sanders, has, they, they have not only defied every media prediction about, their, the, few, if, the, about, about you know, the cause, but he inspires a seeming, seeming, seemingly unending river of small donations by promising the populist dream of a fair and a more generous America of shared prosperity. And he hints that firing up a political rebellion is more important to him than winning the nomination. Okay, so Clinton buys into Sanders, but the GOP rejects Trump. Now on that score, Sanders has succeeded better than Trump. He has steadily moved Hillary Clinton to incorporate more and more of his platform against the lopsided inequalities of the 21st century America. And lately, (coughs) excuse me, she has promised to levy, listen to this, lately she has promised, this is Clinton, has promised to levy exit taxes and clawback clauses against the American companies that flee overseas. She has come out against the new Pacific Rim trade pact, and she has also pledged a massive effort to modernize America's aging infrastructure. I remember hearing that in 2007 with Abominable. Do you remember that, Bob? Yes, I do. They always talk about the infrastructure. They always talk about they're gonna rebuild the bridges and the highways and that da 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 Nothing ever gets done. Nothing. Not a damn thing. 
So they wanted, they keep on bringing up the same thing over and over and over again, but nothing ever gets done. Now they, and other, these other programs to generate good paying middle-class jobs. So she has joined Sanders. Good old Hillary has joined Sanders in advocating political campaign reform. But by contrast, Mr. Trump's Republican rivals have clung to the trickle-down economics of corporate America. None has made a serious attempt to capture Trump, Trump's masses, massive base by grabbing some of his political pitch on, on the behalf of the have-nots against the have-a-lots. And what's more, with widespread alienation among the Republican rank and file, the GOP's elite effort to excommunicate Trump may backfire, and it may not only wind up splitting the Republican Party, as pundits now suggest, but it may further stoke the fires of class conflict within the Republican Party, because grassroots rancor over wedged economics is not about to disappear anytime soon. So what does this all come down to, Bob? What do you think? It all comes down to money money you follow the money and renegade nation you've been lied to for the past 40 years i've been lied to bobby boo boo's been lied. everybody's been lied to so trump gets up there and tells you straight to your face and then they say he's <coughs> sarcastic he's he, he's he they come up with every kind of name they can to put him down and he, all he's trying to do is just tell you the truth that's all he's trying to do tell you the truth they don't want you to know the truth they don't want you to know what's going on because these people in the establishment of Washington, D.C. and in New York, they are in a class by themselves and they don't care about anybody else. They never did. And now it's come to the point where Trump and Bernie Sanders have come out of the woodwork and said enough is enough. This has to change because the country is going to fall apart. And it's all about the trade deals with the Asian markets in Europe. They need to renegotiate all of these deals. And I believe that, uh, that this needs to be done. And if Hillary Clinton gets in, you might as well just forget it, Bob. That's what I think. I think it'll be over. I agree. And it's one thing for Hillary to have a Me Too lip service and say she's going to do all this. It's another thing to see her do it. She's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. She's with the uh, Wall Street Banksters, man. She's been with the Wall Street Banksters for a long time. And people don't want to hear it. It's really, you know, what really gets me is that, Bob, they, they, they listen to what she says and they all smile and gather around her, but they, nobody does a background on her. These people, these young people don't understand what's going on here. They think that she that she's going to be their savior and help them with jobs and education and build the middle class back up. She doesn't care about them. She doesn't care about she's anything except herself. Huh? She's got her own problems. She has three federal investigations going on right now about her. <laughs> Do you think they're going to indict her? I think, I think my feeling is, which, well, my fantasy would be that they indict her on the day she's nominated. Boing. Yeah, well, Trump said he's, you know, if, if he's president, he, he, he will make sure she gets indicted and that she's not going to go to any country club uh, prison either. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a break, Running Nation. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Ted Cruz and his connections to the banksters. We'll be right back. You know, Viagra helps guys with erectile dysfunction get and keep an erection. Talk to your doctor about Viagra. Ask your doctor if your heart is healthy enough for sex. Do not take Viagra if you take nitrates for chest pain. It may cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure. Side effects include headache, flushing, upset stomach, and abnormal... 
vision. To avoid long-term injury, seek immediate medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours. Stop taking Viagra and call your doctor right away if you experience a sudden decrease or loss in vision or hearing. Ask your doctor about Viagra. The number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you. Renegade Talk Radio. Fuck the FCC. Yeah, you Nation, Renegade Talk Radio, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie. Thank you for being here. Got Bobby Boo Boo on from Philadelphia. Hi, Bobby. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, don't forget to check out our advertisers on Renegade. IJI Search. They're all there in banners. All you have to do is click them, especially on EG Search. IJI Search. Renegade Nation, if you don't want to be tracked... I don't care what you're into, porno, government, whatever the hell you're looking at, you're not going to be tracked. That's the coolest thing, Bob, isn't it? You can't be tracked. They can't track your ass. That's amazing. Isn't that amazing? You cannot be tracked, Renegade Nation. So if you want to look at porn and you don't want to get caught looking at it or whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, A to Z, 
they can't track you. Also, Freedom Pop, that's a new mobile phone service. No contracts, no commitment, cancel anytime you want to. No big deal, they got a great service over there, go check them out. And if you're coming to Vegas, we have now a new sponsor called The Best of Vegas. You can get up to 50% off the Vegas shows here on the Las Vegas Strip, so you definitely gotta go check that out. And all you have to do is go to Renegade Talk Radio, and click the banner, you'll see it. It's right there. Not bad, huh, Bob? That's great. That's a great deal. That's a great deal. Yeah. And the shows here, I'm in Vegas. The shows are very expensive. So if you can save 50%, why not? Pretty pretty good deal for me. I mean, I'm going to take advantage of it myself. Why not? So anyway. So how you been? How's everything in Philly? Everything. It's actually, weather-wise, we had 80-degree weather yesterday. Today, it's in the 60s, and it's absolutely gorgeous out. Wow. Yeah, winter's over. That, that your weather is so crazy over there. <clears throat> Again, if I sound like shit, I am. I I am shit. I'm sick. Don't feel good. Anyway, we were talking on the show earlier about um, uh, Hedrick Smith, who stole the American dream and wedge economics. And I went off on a tangent back in 2011, Renegade Nation. That was five, what, four, five, five years ago. I was talking about this. And we were laughed at, Marla and I and the staff, and we were put down, and they, because you believed all this abominable bullshit and the Republican bullshit going all the way back. And I wanted to remind you, and Bobby Boo Boo brought this up, about the job czar. Remember the job czar? Does anybody remember that, Bobby? You remember that, don't you? Yes, I do. You're the one. going to be an answer. What? The work. (laughs) I didn't hear you, what? He was supposed to be America's answer for work. Yes. Uh, the jobs are that they put in, into power was Jeffrey Imelt. He was the uh, CEO of General Electric. Now, listen to this, Renegade Nation. I'm going to re- just rehash this over again. Five years later, nobody talks about this. And I also want to get into Ted Cruz, too, but we'll do that in a minute because Bobby thought this was be a good part of the show. The New York Times reported, this is April 5th, 2011, almost five years ago. The New York Times reported last month that General Electric earned $14.2 billion in international profits, including $5.1 billion in the United States, yet GE did not pay a dime in federal income taxes last year. But oddly enough, President Obamanable chose GE Chairman and Chief Executive Officer Jeffrey Imelt to head his President's Council on Jobs and Competitiveness. Huh? He did a great job, didn't he, Bob? He, he did. He disappeared. <laughs> According to, yeah, you don't hear about this guy anymore. According to the Associated Press, uh, Immelt's compensation package doubled to $15.2 million last year, while this year GE is seeking major concessions from the unions that represented shrinking American workforce, and that makes Immelt the wrong guy for the jobs are. In fact, he took most of the jobs overseas. Do you remember that, Bob? Yes, and tell them where most of the jobs went. I don't know. Uh, It begins with a C? Yes, it does. Okay, China, Renegade Nation. We talked about it. (laughs) I got so upset with this stuff. Um, uh, But the bottom line is these people are doing things that you don't know nothing about, and you have no right to know what's going on. Who the hell are you to ask the, to know what's going on? You have no right. They will do what they want to so they can make the money for themselves and the hell with everybody else. 
Someone like Immelt, who has helped his company evade taxes on its huge profits and is now looking to workers to take major pay cuts after his compensation was doubled, should not lead the administration's effort to create jobs. This is what Donald Trump is talking about, Renegade Nation. No lie. After all, what kind of economic advice can he give? How about how about advice like this, Renegade Nation? Don't push for lower corporate tax rates. Reformers want Washington to lower the U.S. corporate tax rate of 35% so that America can compete with low-tax countries like Ireland and Singapore, where GE offshored significant profits. Inmount says corporate tax reform deserves a healthy de- uh, debate, but he knows the big money is in loopholes. How about if you hire an army of tax lawyers? GE's tax department has 975 employees. And make no mistake, Renegade Nation, they contribute to the economy. Yes, they do. <laughs> Making sure that they don't pay any taxes. This was sickening back then. Nobody talks about it, Bob. Not, not a word. Not, not a, a word. Not a word. Oh, I know my computer went crazy. Not a word, Renegade Nation. They never, ever, ever talk about that and this is what Donald Trump's bringing up yeah you don't want to hear the old news but you have to go back and look at the history of what they've done over the past well the past seven years with Obama I mean we can go back 20 30 years and the the next story that I'm going to talk about has to do with good old Cruz good old Ted Cruz everybody thinks Ted Cruz is the evangelical Christian and he's this and he's that he gives a good speech and he knows foreign policy and he knows finance and economics and he knows this and he knows immigration blah 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 but you ever did you ever think that Ted Cruz is a bush by another name have you ever thought about that do you know anything about his background whatsoever do you you probably don't and that's the issue here. You don't know the backgrounds of these people, at least with Trump, you know what Trump is. Because he doesn't care, I'll tell you. He has nothing to hide. I'm going to go back to 1985, Renegade Nation. This might be really boring to you, but let me explain something to you. This is why you're in the shithole that you're in. Bob, do you remember Charles Keating? Yes, I do. Do you remember the savings and loan fiasco back in the late 80s with Charles Keating? Yep, yep. And most Americans listening to this radio program, you're probably sitting there thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Well, this is why you're in the shithole you're in, Renegade Nation. Neil Bush, the son of President George H.W. Bush, who defrauded U.S. taxpayers out of $1.5 billion in the savings and loan scam of the 1980s. That's where Charles Keating came in. And you know who else was involved in that? Good old John McCain. All forgotten. It's been all forgotten. Nobody wants to talk about any of this. He defrauded U.S. taxpayers. Neil Bush, that's the son of President George H.W. Bush, defrauded U.S. taxpayers out of $1.5 billion fucking dollars, Renegade Nation, in the savings and loan scam, and later, later, later peddled influence for the Chinese government who plied him with Chinese prostitutes has formally endorsed Senator Ted Cruz for president. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> Bob, I'm like, how do these people get away with this shit? And the endorsement says much since the other more politically involved Bush men have a distinct dislike for Mr. Cruz. I, they have a distinct dislike for Mr. Cruz. Neil Bush is better than no Bush. And let's look at the wonderful memories that Neil Bush has left us with. First, there is that little banking charade that steered us in the, back, to, back to 1985. And now, listen to this, Renegade Nation. Back in 1981, 
Neil Bush was director of the Silverado Springs and uh, Savings and Loan uh, Company in Denver, Colorado. <coughs> Excuse me. Neil was very generous, Bob. Was he? Yeah, he lent millions to pals Kenneth Good and William Walters. Now, I'm Renegade Nation. The $250 million in loans went into default when the savings and loan company went bankrupt and had to be seized by the feds. Now, Neil Bush walked away, listen to this, with a cool $100,000 personal loan, which he never paid back. Documents released by the Office of Thrift Supervision detailed the conflict of interest charges against Neil. Federal regulators described him as unqualified, unqualified, and untrained to be a director of a financial institution. This is where Charles Keating came in, which you never hear about this anymore, and John McCain, that the federal, the U.S. taxpayers had to bail out the fucking savings alone when they were kicking old ladies out of their houses. Oh, you don't want to hear about that, do you? It seems that good old Neil miscalculated, Bob, just how much he knew about the directing a mega financial institution. In other words, he fucking lied. There you go. Like Silverado Savings and Loan. And by the summer of 1990, the cost of bailing out the savings and loan industry would cost at least $500 billion, Renegade Nation. Good old Neil's Silverado Adventure cost the U.S. taxpayers $1.5 billion. So Neil actually got fraudulent loans they knew would fail, used the money to short the stock, crashed the bank and collect millions according to a CIA cutout and Bush family associate Al Martin and his work, The Conspirators, The Secrets of an Iran-Contra Insider. Oh, and let's not forget his ties to the press immediately after John Hinckley Jr. allegedly shot Ronald Reagan. At first, he and his wife admitted to knowing that the, knowing the Hinckley family, that they donated a lot of money to the Bush endeavors, yet the next day he recanted it and claimed he actually didn't know them and wasn't even sure if they donated any money. <laughs> In fact, John Hinckley Sr., listen to this, Renegade Nation, John Hinckley Sr. gave heavily to George Bush in 1964, 66, 70, and 1980, and Neil and his wife were scheduled to dine with John Hinckley Jr.'s older brother the very night that Jr. allegedly shot Reagan. Oh, this is the same Neil Bush who was sent Asian prostitutes by the Chinese conglomerate that was using Neil to peddle influence to the U.S. government for a multi-billion dollar semiconductor deal, according to his own deposition. Now, the Bush-Cruz connection is clear. Ted Cruz was George W.'s brain when he ran for president. A top policy advisor, listen to this very closely, Renegade Nation, Ted maneuvered for Solicitor General in the Bush world, but settled for a plum at the Federal Trade Commission. Now, Ted's a Bush man with deep ties to the political and financial establishment, which is called what, Bob? What they call that, Richie? The Banksters! Hey! <laughs> Hello! The Banksters! Ted and his wife, Heidi, brag about being the first Bush marriage. Oh, boy, isn't that sweet? 
They met as Bush staffers. Cruz was an advisor on legal affairs, while Heidi was an advisor on economic policy and eventually director for the Western Hemisphere on the National Security Council under Condoleezza Rice. Condi helped give us the phony war in Iraq. And then Heidi then went to the Bush U.S. Trade Representative as top deputy to the U.S. Trade Representative Robert Zolek, who wired Heidi's membership in the Council on Foreign Relations and a job at Goldman Sachs. Did I hear that right, Bob? I guess so. I, 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 I huh? sort of missed Bush not carrying on the, the legacy of the, the Bush family name. Goldman Sachs. Do you know his wife is on leave from Goldman Sachs, Ted Cruz's wife? Nobody brings that up. A couple people have. We have. See, if you're running for the presidency of the United States and you're working for a bankster firm like Goldman Sachs, you think she would have resigned her position, Bob? You think she would? Isn't that the right thing to do? Well, not in their fucking world. Not in their world, Bob. Doesn't work like that. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, if you can get away with it, what the hell? Now, the bailout bank then loaned Cruz, listen to this, then the, the bailed out bank, which was a Silverado loan, then loaned Cruz $1 million secretly to finance his Senate race. Then he also borrowed an undisclosed, uh, undisclosed. What does undisclosed mean, Bob? What is the interpretation of undisclosed? Hidden. Uh, also barred a hidden $1 million loan from Citicorp, another fucking bankster firm. (laughs) Cruz has become quite adroit at saying one thing while his story shows him doing the other. Rather than the outsider he claims to be, Ted Cruz is the ultimate insider. A former Bush uh, 41 policy aide and globalist Ivy Leaguer and an establishment insider. There is no better example of this than Calgary's Ted's actions surrounding the big Wall Street banks and their secret funding of his political ascension. (coughs) Uh, Trump called him out on this, what, on the second or third debate? Yep. And people are still voting for him. I don't get it. Oil. Okay, why, Bob? They don't pay attention. No, they don't pay attention. They forget very, very, very fast. Oil and gas millions fund this guy, Cruz. Been gorging at the table of the ultimate insider for of all the insiders, Goldman Sachs and Citibank. His TPP support is the proof in the pudding. Cruz and his establishment puppet masters are engaged in an aggressive strategy against Trump. Now, Renegade, Renegade Nation, listen. The false narrative of being of uh, the false narrative of course being that Cruz is the outsider while Trump is the insider nothing could be further from the truth in its most simple simplistic terms the power elite have no leverage over Trump nothing nothing but Cruz on the other hand is the establishment's quisling sprawn by the bushes and the elitist to get what they want to keep the power and keep everything for themselves. Everything is controlled by Wall Street. Everything. Everything. Now, I'm going to tell you about Donald Trump, Renegade Nation. We're going to take a break. Donald Trump went to them for money to build his his, uh, organization. He's not a bankster. 
He go in, borrow the money, pay the money back, get good deals. He said it last night on TV. He was buying politicians. He told you straight to your face, I can buy them left and right. I can buy the Republicans, buy the Democrats, get whatever I want. That's what he did. It has to change. He even said it stinks. It needs to stop. It's terrible how this whole thing is rigged in one direction and everybody else suffers. It's amazing. But nobody knows about any of this stuff, especially when it comes down to <clears throat> when it comes down to Charles Keating and the savings and loan um, scandals that happened in the 80s that nobody wants to talk about. And then you would find out what these people are really into. Nobody knows what's behind the closet door, Bob. You know when you, know, you have your dirty laundry? There's a lot of dirty laundry here that nobody talks about. You don't know who the fuck you're voting for. You know nothing about their backgrounds. You know nothing about where they've been, what they've done, how much money they've loaned out, secured, not paid back, whatever. Bob, I need your help here. Yep, and, and your uh, one of your colleagues, Bethany Blankley. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Washington and and uh, the cesspool that Washington D.C. is, and you, you don't even know unless you listen to her. Yeah, you got to listen to Bethany Blankley, Renegade Nation. She really gets into it a lot deeper than I do. The whole thing, Renegade Nation, is just a disaster, and that's why Trump. Trump knows that he has to do something because if he doesn't do anything, his children and his grandchildren are gonna be screwed and yours are gonna be screwed too. Time has come for change. And on that note, we're gonna take a break as soon as I find my little thing here. Let's see what's on. Because I'm not used to doing this, but I'm getting used to it, Bob. Okay. Anyway, listen to the Renegade Talk Radio where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie. Marla's out sick. And Bobby Boo Boo's on from Philadelphia. And we'll be right back. Hang in there. You know? Viagra helps guys with erectile dysfunction get and keep an erection. Talk to your doctor about Viagra. Ask your doctor if your heart is healthy enough for sex. Do not take Viagra if you take nitrates for chest pain. It may cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure. Side effects include headache, flushing, upset stomach, and abnormal vision. To avoid long-term injury, seek immediate medical help for an erection lasting more than four hours. Stop taking Viagra and call your doctor right away if you experience a sudden decrease or loss in vision or hearing. Ask your doctor about Viagra. Shock, shock, and more fucking shock. And no FCC. Renegade. 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 We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Radio. Welcome Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Las Vegas. My name is Richie Marlow's out sick. I'm still sick. I'm here. I got Bobby Boo Boo on from Philadelphia. Hi, Bobby Boo Boo. Howdy doody. Don't forget, check out our um, advertisers. We have advertisers. Yay. IS, ISJ, IG, EG, IJI search. Go anywhere, do anything you want on the search engine. They can't track your ass. Don't forget, Freedom Pop. No contracts, no commitment. Cancel any time with a mobile phone service. It's great. And if you're coming to Vegas, go to the Best of Vegas. It's on Renegade Talk Radio on the website. That's all you got to do. You can get up to 50% off Vegas shows. And if your girlfriend or wife has big boobs and you want to save money on bras, go to biggerbras.com. That's what you got to do. Agree, Bob? I agree. I agree. Okay. Great advertisers. Yeah. 
So anyway, we're going to continue on with the uh, fiasco that we talked about uh, five years ago. Maybe they think this show's a fiasco. I don't know, Bob. What do you think? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Give me another one, Charlie. Give me another one. I don't... Hey, they won't know anything about this. Like, we can get away with this. We'll just take that fucking thing over there to China. No fucking problem. The fucking people are stupid. Hey, Bob, you're all fucking stupid. We're, hey, Bob, we're in the bar, man. Hey, man. I got this fucking deal, man. We can move the whole fucking x-ray department from GE over to fucking China. And we how much money we're going to save, Bob? A boatload. A boatload of money. Yeah, a boatload. So I'm going to explain to you, Renegade Nation, what they did back in 2011 that you most likely forgot about. I know. We just keep on rehashing old stuff. I, re- I fucking went bananas on this in 2011. Everybody called me a kook. Okay, thank you. I'm a kook. Bob, am I, am I a kook? I'm a retarded fucking kook over here. That's why I'm not allowed in the media, man fucking hate me. You're, you're, you're a loose cannon. I'm a loose cannon. That's exactly right, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me another one, Charlie. Okay, I've had enough of this fucking music. So anyway, uh, everybody thinks they're better than we are. I'm number one. You're number one. Uh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't really fucking care if you're number one or number two. We've been doing this for so long. Our numbers are, are so high. I, I don't even know. I mean, yesterday we had over close to 4,000 downloads in one day, Bob. In one day. There you go. Wow. One day. Oh, that's off the new website with the Henry Hill thing when we did Henry Hill. Anyway, so I want to continue on with the scam that's been going on. So uh, we're going to rehash this story um, about General Electric moving their 115-year-old X-way, X-ray, X-ray, X-ray units based to China to tap growth. Do you remember this, Renegade Nation? Huh? Do you? No, you don't. No, you don't remember. Because nobody brings this up. They brought it up in 2011 like we did, but nobody talks about it now. General Electric, their healthcare unit, the world's biggest maker of medical imaging machines, is moving the headquarters of its 115-year-old x-ray business to Beijing to tap growth in China. This happened in 2011. Do you know how many people lost their job? It was in Lansing, Michigan, I think. (coughs) Um, Good old Jeffrey Emelt, a handpicked a um, some top managers will move to the Chinese capital and there won't be any job cuts. Hmm? <laughs> Bob, what school did I go to? I, you know, uh, um, no job cuts? Um, uh, yeah. They, they moved this plant from uh, Waukesha, uh, Wisconsin, and then a broader parent company planned to invest about $2 billion across China. They're investing money across China, including opening six customer innovation and development centers. How come they didn't do that here? I don't know. The move follows the introduction earlier this year of GE's healthcare Spring Win. <gasps> Spring Win. It's an initiative to develop and distribute medical products and services in China. I remember this. This made a lot of people pissed off. Over the next five years, Renegade Nation, China will be General Electric's healthcare's most important growth market. That's what Rachel Dunn said, the China's unit president and chief executive officer said in Beijing. This is what Donald Trump is talking about, Renegade Nation. Moving, they moved this plant out of Wisconsin, took away all those jobs, and dumped it in China. 
Plus, they didn't pay any taxes on the $15.4 billion they made. Oh, now you, now you, huh? Go ahead, Bob. That was generous. <laughs> yeah. Now, about 60,000 people work at the GE Healthcare globally, including 820 in the x-ray business. And uh, the healthcare employees, more than 5,000 are in China. And they have 2,000 sales reps from China. Like, you know, this is, this is why uh, Trump is talking about this, about the, the trade deals. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. This is why the trade deals are so bad and this why this is why you don't have any money. This is why Americans are struggling paycheck to paycheck. This is why Oh, did you hear about that thing Bob called Rocket Mortgage with Quicken Loans? Have you have you seen anything about that? Oh yeah, yeah, it's all over the TV and the radio. What the fuck is that? What is a rocket mortgage? In other words, are they that desperate now to give money away that the a rocket seems to me that you go up really fast? Yep. Okay. So rocket, yes. what, what does that actually mean? I mean, can you interpret that for me? Rocket. Uh, yes, I can. Okay. Uh, you just fill in your name, your address, your social security card number, and the amount you want, and you get it that afternoon. Really? So I could go get a mortgage? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't care. Hey, what, what are you going to do, default? <laughs> oh, that's the same thing they did uh, back, back, uh, back in 2006 and seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's memory lane. Yeah. So in other words, I just apply. It doesn't matter. I can. They'll put down any number on the on the forms to get the money, and the money's all air anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <clears throat> and I don't watch too much um, uh, financial TV as you do. So you see this all over the place. This rocket mortgage uh, garbage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a quick and easy way to get a mortgage in your hands immediately. Wow. So the banksters are up to doing the same thing they did back in two thousand six and seven. When everybody went in and got all this money for absolutely nothing, they didn't have to do anything, yeah. and then they and then they nailed them. You think that's what's going on with this uh, rocket mortgage? I'm gonna look at. Well, uh, you you might be onto something because then if you would actually actually uh, default, then the banks get the uh, uh, property back and then they'll refinance it again. Let me see. I'm gonna look this up. Hold on. Okay. The carousel of money. Here's the the review of rocket mortgage. Here's all the complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Consumer affairs. This is what I'm talking about, these banksters. Everybody's thrilled to get a mortgage since they're not working. Oh, so you, you, you can get the mortgage in eight minutes. Yeah. It's a, like a rocket ship going to space. Get started. We, in re, we have reinvented the mortgage process to put the power in your hands. No, it's the banksters. Goodbye paperwork. Automatically share your financial information with Quicken Loans to save time and improve accuracy. No gimmicks. Get approved fast. You get approval to buy a home or refinance your mortgage in minutes. Wow. I should check this out and go through it and see if I get approved. Wow. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then I'll, then I'll just say, go fuck yourself. That's what <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. I just put them on the air and say, yeah, can you take all my information down? Let's see if I get approved. You've been approved, Richie, for uh, $2.6 million. Oh, you know who's, um, who said that... Um, if Hillary Clinton gets gets in the White House, that the country's over. Caitlyn Jenner. Oh no! Then it must be true. <laughs> yeah, if Caitlyn Jenner said it, it is really that, that, that. Oh my God! Caitlyn Jenner said that if Hillary Clinton gets in, the country's doomed. That's what she said. I'm gonna check out that Quicken Mortgage thing. Maybe I can buy something. <laughs> Wait, Bob, you want to go in if I get the if I get the loan? Yeah, we, we'll buy the state of Colorado. 
Yeah, no, we could buy uh, Idaho. There's nobody up there. We just buy the whole state. So what are you what are you buying there? What's your address? Uh, the state of Idaho. Yeah, Idaho. It's like when I lived in Hawaii, they bought the they bought the island of Lanai. <laughs> the, yeah, they bought the whole fucking island, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what is your feeling about the political? Uh, what's going on? What, what do you think is going to happen at the convention, Bob? What What is your? As uh, you know, you watch a lot of TV. You're on top of all this stuff. What do you think is going to happen? I, I try to stay on top of it. They're they're trying very hard right now to uh, manipulate. Uh, these super PACs so if it came down to uh, a coin twist they're going to uh, they're going to they're going to uh, Republicans want to give it to Cruz and say because of popular demand uh, Trump's out Cruz is in because he, he's in he's in the uh, uh, in the club Cruz and I I, uh, I really really hope that enough American people are as mad as they are claiming to be, and get out and vote for for Trump, so there is no uh, hand, you know, coin toss, and, and because it's going to go, it'll automatically go right over to Cruz. Think so? Huh? Yeah. yeah, I don't want Cruz in there. Um, I think Trump is the way to go. Um, I don't trust Cruz, even though I, you know, you just talked about with what he's been tied into most of his political life. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, yeah, I know. And they don't have enough time. Kasich, I don't like Kasich at all. I started to like Kasich, but after last night, he's out. And Marco Polo, he can go back to, you know, whatever he's doing in Florida. He's, uh, he's you know, it, I think they called him the legacy. He's a legacy candidate. In other words, the next time around, he'll be up there. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I, I, yeah, he's not ready yet. Obama, what is this? Obama ready to cede America's control of internet? What the hell is that? Yeah, he wants to become dictator if, if Trump wins. The dictator? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Papa Obama. <laughs> but, uh, Papa Obama. That's what Marla came up with. Marla came up with. Did you say Papa Obama? Yeah. Yeah, but Marla came. Marla came up with that back in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, the stock. The stocks are real. back. Dow breaks above bullish chart levels the first time this year. Oh boy. I wonder why. The banksters are happy. They want to make everybody money so they can get what they want. See, they control all that. They control all that bullshit. They've been controlling it. Anyway, so we're going to get out of here. Renegade Nation, I'm I'm running out of uh, speed. I wish I had some meth. I'm like... (laughs) God, I'm so sick. I don't feel good. Anyway, I got a lot of work to do. Don't forget, we have Naughty Nicole coming up next week. She's going to be talking about uh, sex, dating, and relationships, masturbation, you name it. She'll be here. And Bobby, thanks for thanks for being on. Let me get my music here. What, what song am I going to play now? Let me get this. Oh, thanks for having me, Rich. Well, I really appreciate you helping me out, Bob. And I, you know, I like doing it by myself, but it's always nice to have you know have a sidekick on talking. And now the music's not playing. Why? There you go. Here we go. All right. Well, look, you have a nice day, Bob. Have a nice day in Philadelphia, and um, say hi to everybody. We're out of here, Renegade Nation. Have a great day. My name is Richie. You're listening to RenegadeTalkRadio.com. We read just don't share your good shit. Later. Thanks.